Could I maybe could you put it in your pocket or or anywhere actually is fine, but yeah. And I'll just gently put this on just here. And that's it. Yeah. I presume we I'll give you the space to smoke the cigarette before we end or or do we do it this way? This is me. Ah, good. And wine or coffee, that's me. Perfect. Perfect. If they don't okay, like don't. me, then... That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> I tell them, people, I'm from the old school. Yeah. I, they say, you smoke? Yes, I'm from the old school. And I eat donuts and chase young girls. Yeah. That's the old school. Well, that's, that's what I enjoyed so much uh, during the seminar where you were teaching that... And I'm, I'm curious whether you see it this way too, but many Aikido instructors try to be nicer than they regularly are. Than they really are. Right, right. And for me, every time you would say something which normally it wouldn't be said, I'm like, oh. I make an effort to add those in. Yeah. You know, we, we were with a couple of people who were discussing about that, and we, <laughs> that too. we thought, like, it may be even not just random. <laughs> So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. No, nice. before when I was on the workshop circuit, yeah. uh, you know, not, not Aikido, but awareness, meditation, energy, uh, some people wanted somebody to wear white robes and do that. Yeah. And I could have done that, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's a show. Yeah. But that's not me, so I did me. And a lot of people would come up later and say, thank you, because... They didn't need the white robes. They needed somebody who drank coffee and, you know, whatever. So, but you're going to, they're going to hate you or love you or whatever. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's but true. also, I, I always thought that if you make it to, holy, a lot of people can't do that. Right. And you got to let them know it's okay to be a human being. Right. You know, and you got moments of, and what, whatever, and that's okay. That's, you know, not that, ah, blessed is everybody. And yeah. He took my parking place, but I love him anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> Get out of my parking place, man. But that's, again, I feel from, from my perspective, that's great. Because then people can realize, sometimes, well, in general, especially high-ranked, which I feel, for me, it's very important to feel the respect, to honor, because otherwise it's hard to receive the teaching. But also, if it, there's too much of a gap, then uh, it feels like, well, yeah. I will never be I like can, that. Or, I can bow to him, but I'll never make it. Right. And that's so wrong. Mm. you got to have a chance of proceeding or developing or making it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, how was it with us sensei? Ah, well, see, there was a problem. <laughs> we, I have to bring that, it in somehow. That was a problem because he was so advanced. Right. Uh, that was like, wow. Uh, but he would say, you can do it too. This is for everybody and all of that. Probably most people didn't believe him right. because he was so, you right. know. Right. Uh, I, I, I believed him. <laughs> Uh, but I knew it wasn't necessarily easy. 
Uh, but he would tell me it was easy, and I believed him. Doesn't mean I could do it or could catch how easy it was, but I didn't think he was lying to me. It's just, I always felt, I, I call that the stupidity factor. It's easy, but I'm so stupid, I can't catch it, but I believe him, it's right. easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of why I asked as well, if today I, I was the one who asked if, there's, if you feel there's going to be another Ostensi in the ah, future. God, you know, could be, <laughs> it could be. Um, and I think they'll just, boom, kind of be there. Uh, I don't know of anyone in training, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, so that's hard to, to, to guess. And sometimes people ask of all the known teachers, you know, the, I don't know what to call them, the second generation yeah. the, or the first generation, I don't know what to call them, who was closest to O Sensei. Mm. Yeah. And we don't have an answer for that. Uh, the gap was so big uh, that we couldn't use that kind of languaging, you know. So I could say, well, Koichi Tohei there for a while, he, his approach was good, but bing, and suddenly he doesn't have it there. And well, what about so-and-so spent more time with those sensei? Yeah, but so-and-so is not the smartest guy in town. And so what does that mean? You know, because somebody spends time with somebody who's smart, they're going to be smart. You'll be the dumbest kid in town who happens to be spending time with the, the, the brilliant whoever in town. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. But people wanted to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was, that's what I was considering, whether, and I had that impression somewhere, that a lot of people tried to be like a sensei, rather, what you said, tried trying to be the best of themselves. Yeah. Well, for a lot of what I saw was a lot of people trying to do a technique better. Uh, my sense of O Sensei was he was coming from someplace where things happened. And yes, there was basics because he came up through jujitsu and and the daito ryu and yes, 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 basics. And he would show, uh, and that's where Saito was good. What's the first basic? According oh, the first basic was da da da. That's very nice. Now what? Uh, so yeah, th th there is that, but that wasn't O Sensei, you know. Uh, yes, he would teach that because he's teaching an art. If he was a tennis teacher, he would have taught you how to hold the racket. Mm. He would have had to. Right. But it's not about that. I don't think so. <laughs> you, you know, or that's not the answer answer. Mm. Um, uh, so it's, uh, it's tricky when you have that set and this other whole thing. Uh, but if I hold a racket better, will I come to nirvana or whatever the word is these yeah, days? Yeah. Like, well, you know, questionable, you know. Uh, but if you can hit the ball a little, if I can hit the ball a little harder. Yeah, but that's you hitting the ball. Oh, since I said ball gets hit or whatever, you know. So it's like, it's tricky. It's tricky. Because <laughs> when, when I jumped in just, just before we filmed, Patrick Sensei said, uh, you were talking that you, you feel that Sensei's teachings were misunderstood or are misunderstood. 
Ah. Well, maybe better to say you can dialogue it or read it at different levels. Now, what's the level of the perceiver? Uh, if he's just into technicals, then he's going to perceive the technicals. Uh, if he's uh, a Shintoist, a la Dariga, uh, Hikizuchi Sensei, then he's going to perceive it with a lot of Shinto thing. Uh, who's the perceiver? Um, and what are they going to hear there? What are they, what are they going to perceive? Um, and uh, following that, now that that came up, um, I, I'm not sure. No, I didn't see everybody and, and know <laughs> everybody else since they knew, but uh, but I don't know if I saw a lot of in in depth, heavy duty perceivers. But again, I have to say, I, I, I don't know. I know he had some people he liked and all of that. Does that mean they were good perceivers or he just liked them? And talking to him later, I know he just liked some of them and not, they were the, the chosen few. Or what's the phrase you like to use sometimes? Heir, heir apparent. I was talking to a couple of people about that yesterday, that when a great master instructor teaches, oftentimes we, we, send the, we see the end game, we see the end result of the person's huge, big process. And when I look at our sense, when I look at our sense's history, he went so deep and so far, and then we, in Lithuania, in our country, we say the genius lies in the simple, and then he made it simple, but I guess ah, sometimes... He couldn't explain it really simple. Yeah. Me, no, I, well, so one thing about O Sensei, uh, he would talk a lot, mm. and he would use a lot of Shinto stuff yeah. as he understood it, mm. uh, and it was his experiences uh, that, in a certain, in a certain way, he made it hard for people. Yeah. But he had he admitted that to me. Mm. <laughs> also, he said, "You know, I, I talk too much. Uh, don't get me going. I'm going to get going." And he would say that to me. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but that's he liked to get going. What are you going to say, man? Don't get going, man, because I'll I'll get confused. You know, uh, give me enough wine here, and I'm going to get going. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I am. Uh -huh. But when when you yourself look at and there's so many years you spent later, so many years you spent living with Aikido, uh, and do right now at this day, how do you feel Aikido in the global sense as as a community? Do you, what do you, how do you feel it's going? Again, I think you have to understand that I probably right now look at it in two different pieces. One is, I think you're talking more dojo Aikido. Mm. And as a community of dojos. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I always like the 
uh, what I felt those sensei said about Aikido was Aikido was understanding and being part of the creative form in which it created and being part of that. Uh, and not to confuse that with just dojoing. So, yes, there are nice things in dojoing and we get people to settle down and harmonize. But, but there's this, I, I, I don't know. I, I think we have to be clear because otherwise you're going to confuse Nikkyo with uh, the, cre the creative force of creation. I don't know if you want to do that, you know. Uh, and that's why I make that joke about, oh, Sensei said Aikido can save the world or whatever. He wasn't talking about Nikkyo, was he? Right. Nikkyo's going to save my school hates <laughs> your school's Nikkyo. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, but you mentioned you feel clarity is missing in, in Aikido, in most Aikido teacher teachings. Ah, well, you know, Sensei was so advanced. What he's talking about isn't something people get to experience on a daily basis. The son of a gun. He'll say stuff like he was a normal human being. But you pinpoint him a little bit, uh, like when he was a young kid, how old, eight years old, I don't know, on the beaches of uh, Ayabe where he's starting to do sumo, which he didn't want to do. He wasn't physical. His father made him. He wanted to stay home with mom, and, and, and she was a poetry and philosophy and spiritual. He wanted to, and he was a sick kid. He knew when he got on the beach with the other kids, they were going to kick his ass, which they did. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. His father made him. I had the impression from what he said, uh, his, uh, his father made him go dragging and screaming. Is <laughs> the impression I got. He didn't want to be there. He knew what was going to happen. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, but he caught on to something pretty soon. Uh, so I'm, I'm heading towards the point where I said to him, you were a child prodigy. He said, yeah. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, he'll say, uh, he's normal. And there's that too. You see this problem of, yeah, he's a normal human being, but he was sharp. He was a prodigy. And he caught on to, uh, because the other kids were kicking his butt, uh, he needed some help. So again, he's got this spiritual feeling. Uh, so he asks the spirits for help. Uh, like a kid, I kind of, I, I, I could relate to that because I was uh, in the car with my mother when I was a young kid, 12 or something. And we got into a car accident. We were way up in the mountains, deep in snow, nobody around. And there she is, boom, bleeding, you know. And I prayed. I'm a Catholic kid at the time. You know, please, somebody come help here, you, you know. So there he was, please help. So he told me, uh, he asked the spirits to come help him. He said when he first did it, it was more of an idea. And he said it didn't work. Then he caught on somehow or other that it was more an active, active uh, thing. And uh, at that time, he used uh, the air, earth, fire, water set uh, because there was, he was at the beach, so there was the water, 
the sun, the sand, and then the air, and kind of use that as a metaphor. But because they did it with a sense of more active, ex experiential, it started to take shape. And very quick, he could hold his own. Now, everybody in town knows he's the sickest, scrawniest kid in town. They're shocked. He continues this before very long, and I don't know how long that was. Uh, he's top dog. He's kicking ass. And he continued with that. That, that was the beginning of understanding alchemy. <laughs> uh, and so when I say, whoa, that's pretty fancy for a little kid, he said, uh, you know, with the sense of a, uh, there was a child prodigy, he had to admit, yes, yes, he, there was a bit of that there. <laughs> uh, so he always had the edge on us. Mm. It's interesting for me when, when I look at people that, uh, and even in my case, and I look at other people that if someone makes something very special, it feels like from early age on, they catch on to something, that it kind of almost calls them to do that. Uh, like martial artists, people who start martial arts, from early age, they're they like the samurai or the kung fu or whatever, and eventually oh, yeah. if they follow the path, it feels like they really become great at it. And yeah. It sounds like Osensi. Yeah, but I could also look at that two, two different ways. Mm. Because people say, oh, started when he was seven years old or whatever. And I, I look at a lot of these people, and I, I see a lot of wasted years in there. And they may have, got, may have gotten better when they are teenagers and then better when they were young adults. But somebody else comes in as a young adult and bang, 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 they're just as good. Uh, so I'm not that turned on by, oh, oh, he started when he was seven. That tells me nothing. That doesn't scare me one bit <laughs> so yeah you know mixed feelings there uh, but in this case for him to catch on to to um, alchemy to to how the energies begin to work that's impressive yeah. not, not that he knew everything uh, so I was bringing up the stories today about the fishermen and whatever to show not that there were gaps, but you could see there were times where he didn't know certain things. Yeah. You see, because if we had really been sharp, he would have known when he was in the army. How old was he in the army? 20? 21? I don't know history very well here. Uh, that he would have known, you would have remixed. The character would have been bayonet master. But he didn't have that. He brought in the fish man. <laughs> yeah. which gave him an edge the way they get, that guy could move but he, he didn't fully catch right. it could mix up a bayonet master right. so I can kind of place his development with yeah. how he uh, stories he, he told yeah. Yeah. he wasn't perfect from the one. <laughs> he developed it wasn't like he was born perfect yeah. there was not knowing there was despair ah uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just not like every day was rosy. No way. He, he said to me, you think it was fun being a, 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 a dirt farmer? You know, I mean, a dirt floor house, and, and you got to get up in the winter in this muddy 
dirty ground and, 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 and work it. He said, you think that was fun? You, you know, not some enlightened being. Oh, boy, I'm one with the universe, and I'm going to get up on a cold January morning and jump out into my muddy fields with joy. He said to me, really? You know, come on, come on. <laughs> you know. It kind of feels to me that sometimes we do ourselves in, in, in justice that, again, we perceive Osensei as completely perfected human yeah. yeah. And then, again, we, we, we're never going to get there. Yeah, right, yeah. right. As soon as you do that, you're out of the game. Right. You ain't got a chance. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. That's... Uh, and this one you can erase from the recording. Sure. Uh, but that's why I don't mind people see that I'm an asshole, so they know they have a chance. Right. If I were to put that's on the white robes and whatever, yeah. they would go, oh, I don't have a chance. You gotta know you got a chance. And if I say bullshit, fuck you, ba da ba da, it doesn't mean anything. You got a chance. <laughs> I might overdo it, but I'm making a point. <laughs> You know, which I feel for me that's very beautiful, and I feel wanting. I'm very passionate about Aikido. I really want Aikido to, to go somewhere to, to become something amazing. And sometimes it troubles me that we in the dojo we sometimes create a very big distance between student, teacher, and between each other. Different mm -hmm. dojos. There's yeah. it, it, because it feels like Aikido should be the unification, yeah. and we should Aikido people should be the best at being. Simple, yeah. humble. And okay. Let me kick back to yeah. the sense I got from old sensei. If you develop yourself, self, to me that's the I, me, I, self, eventually soul, eventually, you know, original self, pure self, da 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 da. The one who knows and experiences, it's on a mission, knows, knows the whole story. Where am I going? Where am I? I just got lost. Uh, that if this self can start to experience itself, then you might get something in a dojo where people are exchanging, sharing, whatever. If you're expecting them through the techniques to click with each other, well, it's like, man, you're bugging me. You're not falling like I think right. you should fall. And you hold weird. But you can't help it because your elbow is weird. And when you grab, you grab with a weird elbow. And that throws me off. And, and, and uh, so, so, again, what are, you, what are you looking for? Uh, <laughs> kind of feel where I'm going? Yeah. Yeah. It to me that if we're emphasizing the wrong points, then it's impossible to get the right results. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if you're emphasizing the wrong point, but the results are going to be difficult. The guy can't help it. His elbow. We got guys out there who have weird elbows. You know, I meet somebody new on, on a mat someplace, and, and they grab me, and they're all weird. I go, what the hell? And I touch their elbows, and I realize they're not weird. Their elbow is been that way for 30 years or whatever <laughs> you know and sometimes they'll say yes it got broken eight times when I was a little kid uh, it's weird and they grab weird yeah. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But one more bigger question, official question, but it's still going to ask. In terms of the future, like, ah. where where would you see it going, or what would you suggest, or would you suggest something for the Aikido community? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, somebody did an interview some years back. It might have been Tissier. I'm not sure. And the point was, we need another O-sensei. And I thought, yes. That, that was uh, a good statement. We need another O-sensei because we don't know where Aikido is going. We, we, it's like we're using you leader in direction. <laughs> so I don't know where it's going. She's a choice of people. Uh, are they going to go crazy with the... I don't know what to say here. We're not a jujitsu, but are they going to go crazy jujitsuing it? Are they going to go crazy with, we need another 800 martial art move? I'm not against martial art. I'm a martial artist. But, but where are they going to take it? And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So the question, the fear, if you would, is always for me present. Uh, and I, I, I think I've come, maybe, maybe this is an answer, when I die and I look at the Aikido world, if it's all gone bad, it won't shock me. I'll feel sad and I'll continue doing what I do with whatever beings are around where I'm at. But it won't shock me, but it will sadden me. I, I don't know what else to say or do there. Yeah. But let's say we have a chance now. But people will watch this video if you release it. <laughs> if you will be fine with it. Uh, and then let's say there is a potential in someone to be the next Osensei. How would you... What would you suggest for that person to make sure that Osensei happens? That would be the, the tip. Well, if they're actually there, their self-consciousness is there, and they'll do what is right at that level. There's no, and now you've got to do it this way. It's, it's like, no, uh, a level three person is going to function better or make better calls than a level one person. Yeah. And you have to trust the level three person to make level three calls. You can't tell them what those calls should be. They'll be the calls of a level three person. So we can't control this, this thing. But I guess then it's a lot about eating really well what's on your plate rather than trying to eat the next plate or stick, sticking with the one before. I would worry about somebody getting into somebody else's face. Eat, eat on your own plate, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, like what life gives you, what, what responsibilities yeah. you have, because there's that ambitiousness or the yeah. fear, and we keep on being behind or too far. I would probably find it easy to run around the world complaining about, mm. pointing out the weaknesses, 
of everyone else's art. Uh, I can't do that. Oh, in a subtle manner, I may drop a hint, like, oh my God, you know. But, but, but that's not really what should be done. What should be done? I don't know. The being, the person, at that level will do his level. And you say, well, what exactly would he do? I don't know. Depends who it is, where he is, when he is. I don't know. <laughs> but it's definitely not about trying to be someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Sensei, uh, in one form, said that. He said, don't, don't go anywhere else. It's here. Now, be careful. People say, okay, I'm here. And I look around. Holy shit, this is it. Uh, <laughs> he meant dimensionally here. Uh, so don't go. Um, in a certain way, a spiritual trajectory. There's a word for that, but I forget what it is. Uh, his claim to fame was his ability of hearing here, hereness, into finer and finer and finer. And saying, look it, I'm standing in finer. You guys can't touch me. Or whatever. Uh, where am I going with this? Where am I going? Uh, that let's have somebody do that and see, see what they say, see what they do, see what happens. I probably lost the, the trend in there, but... You were saying about the hereness being here and yeah. asked you about if we shouldn't be someone else trying to be yeah. someone else. Yeah. Um, so I use in class, you notice the, the, the dimensional reference, weird Bobby, yeah. who's tight and probably paranoid and a dangerous son of a gun. Yeah. Bobby, who's <laughs> Robert. No, we have some hope. Nado. Ah, there's something there. Da 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 da. Continuing, uh, that if you got a Nado, you have to trust Nado to be doing the right thing at his level. And we didn't say he was the great master. We just said he's Nado and he's better than Weird Bobby. We have to live with him, and his calls are definitely better than Weird Bobby's. If you're going to vote for somebody, vote for uh, who are we talking? Nado, not Weird Bobby. <laughs> you know. But don't expect Nado to be a perfect leader or whatever. He's just a hell of a lot better than Bobby. <laughs> so, and there we are. <laughs> well, uh, so until someone can stand out like the great master uh, in the Aikido world, we're stuck with what we got. <laughs> We're stuck with each other. <laughs> ah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I won't tire you out anymore longer. We got it? We got it, but let's just to, to add one more thing. Uh, for me, it's, personally, for me, it's wine. Fuel. <laughs> it helps. Um, yeah, for me, it's it's a bit sad that I feel in Aikido, we, including oftentimes myself, we, we limit ourselves quite a bit. Oh, Sensei was sad. And it's like we, 
we limit ourselves by trying to be too polite, as we started off, trying to be very polite or not saying the wrong thing and always trying to do the right thing. And in the end, we don't push far. We don't do much. We just try to do the safe thing. Yeah, and, and, and that can bring up a whole reversal set of problems. If you saw what I did in class to finish, you see what I did? You understand what I was doing? You guys move nice. Let me put a little pressure on. Because the world is pressure. And they're going to dance with you. They're going to crowd you. They're going to go for you. So I was checking on them. Not because I'm mean. Well, I have a little mean. Uh, but because it's like, let's be true here. Don't bullshit yourself. You see? This is life. Let's not go that way overboard. Let's not go this way overboard. But certain amount of practicality, common sense. Everybody is a spiritual being. Lock your door. You understand? Everybody's a spiritual being. Lock the door of your car, especially if you live in San Francisco. <laughs> Can you say a few more words about that relationship? The lock the door and the spiritual being? It's always this bounce back and forth. How soft should I be? How martially arty should I be? Uh, and all you can do is, is just use the bounce back and forth. For me, I used to call that a doorway. Uh, that neither of those, a little bit more of this door, or this side of the doorway, or that side, is the answer. But the doorway, to me, is a dimensional pass-through into another dimension. And then you function from that dimension until you can square away enough to function from the next doorway dimension. And that they're not right. They're, they're, they're the best we can do at the time. You see, if Robert, weird Bobby, Bobby, Robert, makes a decision, it's not necessarily the right decision. But compared to weird Bobby and Bobby, it's the best he could do. Now he's sharp, we hope, and he says, that's the best I could do today. And I probably have a sense it wasn't great. I will continue to settle and open and develop so that hopefully tomorrow's decision is made by Nado. You see, but I'll live with the decision Robert made. I'm, I have to live with it. I said it, I did it, I signed the contract. I'll live with it. I'll pay the dues. But next time, I hope to open a bit more so I'm a Nado instead of a Robert that hopefully I make a better decision. And I know it won't be perfect, but it'll be better than anything before it. And would you say that we, we should go for those decisions, that we shouldn't hold back from them? Well, I guess you can sit in a cave and never make a decision. The rest of us have to sign a lease for the goddamn dojo. We got to sign a marriage contract, unfortunately. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you want to drive a car, you got to buy the car, you know, come on. You can stay away from all of that. No, I'm not involved in life. I'm spiritual. You're bullshit also. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They exist at the same time. Yeah. If you're born in India at the foot of the mountains, maybe, maybe. But you're born in New York and you're telling me that? Really? Maybe, but why were you born in New York, man? 
So, but again, be true to thine own self, each to his own. Open to yourself and see what yourself has to say. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, but I'm allowed to make jokes about people, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, for sure.